0: What's poppin'? Turn
1: up, turn it up. Oh, good. What's good? Oh, shit, we live. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, okay. staring. Didn't even know, bro. I didn't know we was live. <laughs> I'm up here trying to find clips and stuff. Um, so, what's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to This Week in White Supremacy. Um, I am one of the hosts, um, Jasiri X, co-founder and CEO of OneHood Media. Um, and I'm joined by, you know, three other very talented, opinionated, um, highly in- intelligent uh, uh, black people. Um, who wants to go next to introduce themselves?
2: You know, all I know is currency exchange and Burberry shades. You know.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. There's your name. I, I didn't see your name at first. So you don't, you don't, you don't want to give your name?
2: I mean, it's you know, a man like Saeed with the shades. You know.
1: Got you. Got you, got you. <laughs> Any, any Next, somebody next.
3: Um, I'll go. I'm Miracle. I'm a twin. Other half of the one of twins.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm here. Oyoye, we made oyoye. it. Oyoye.
3: We're struggling, but we're here. You
0: know
3: Turn it down for what?
0: Now, last but not least, you have Treble NLS. Never lose sight. The neighborhood alchemist. You know what I'm saying? Just here to have a good time. sound like someone's neighborhood is being yeah, lively yeah. right I'm now. It's me. I'm sorry about that. That's
2: <laughs> This is the um, button, my nigga.
1: So, um, yeah, it, it was. It, it's interesting because it's like, although we have a lot of white supremacy to talk about, it feels kind of like a slow white supremacist week in a sense. You know what I'm saying? I guess yeah. maybe that's how crazy white supremacy has been that there's always some like major racist issue. Although we have a lot of, I feel like this is the Karen's week. We have a lot of Karen. <laughs> A, lot, a yeah. lot of, like, <laughs> you know, problematic white women kind of, like, jumping it off this week. And um, so, yeah, man, is there anything that y'all wanted to, you know, st- where y'all want to, where y'all want to begin?
2: I think I white you like- got slowed down by COVID.
1: <laughs> me, and
2: now instead, <laughs> after, instead after of instead the holidays, everybody everybody's in their beds recuperating. <laughs> well, I feel I mean, like instead of know, Christmas
0: caroling, they're Christmas caroning this year. Christmas caroning. Oh, they like just that. changing the thing. You know what I'm saying? Corona I mean, like, is coming, man. With Coco, <laughs> <COVID. laughs>
1: but, but you're right <laughs> you know? because like Giuliani, Roly Giuliani got COVID. Um, the governor the other, Wolf got COVID. <laughs> oh yeah, that was crazy. Governor Wilson. Uh, but the other I wonder if
2: people, I wonder if people in Pennsylvania are going to give Governor Wolf the same sympathies that they gave Donald Trump for having COVID. Oh, like, uh, I wonder how. Absolutely. Absolutely
1: You know, I mean, and, and that's what's kind of whack about it, you know, about the whole thing, because it's kind of like a. Uh, you know, p- folks in Pennsylvania probably on some aha type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh, yeah. Because, like, you know, people are mad at Governor Wolf because he, like, literally wants to, you know, like, keep people safe. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, how crazy is that? Like, he <laughs> wants you to wear a mask. I mean, what type of dictator is this guy? You know what I mean? Like, how dare you, like, ask us to social distance and put sanitizer on? You know, this is just that kind of crazy mentality. And then, like I said, you sing... know, Rudy Giuliani, he was with a whole bunch of people without his mask on, conducting these fake hearings. He got people to take their mask off in the meetings. The uh, the other, the other Trump uh, lawyer got it. And so it might be that, you know, a lot of racist people are getting COVID are slowing down. You know what I'm saying? But just, it's wild to think about somebody like having COVID and like not acknowledging it until like you're in a respirator. You know what I'm saying. I mean, that's kind of wild to think about. I mean, well. I mean
2: you yeah, know, didn't you say there were people dying from COVID at the first like first round of it, and still like disavowing it on their deathbed, like refusing to admit that COVID <laughs> was like killing them?
1: Yeah, I mean, oh, it was wow. a it was a it was a lady um, from South Dakota that basically was like, and you know, it was a report that said like South Dakota had more COVID cases than South Korea. You know, what I'm saying, like, just to just to think about. The, the level of COVID and like people was just denying it, you know, as they were until they was on a respirator, like denying that it is this like it was fake news. And you know what I'm saying? But I think like this is what happens when you have, you know, what I'm saying I, it's like you have a dude just lying in the media and the media not really to me doing a good enough job to, you know, basically hold him accountable and like break all these lies down. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, you know, I had a friend um, recently just lose someone very close to them over COVID. And, you know, these are black people. And, you know, it's it's a lot of people right now out here not taking COVID serious. And I know we said last week in the past few weeks to stay in the house. And, you know, I guess this is the portion of the segment where we could just talk about the severity of it. Like right now, you know, even if you don't believe that COVID is killing black and brown people, something is out here that is is. Affecting black and brown people at a disproportionate rate, and if you can just mitigate it by throwing on your mask, come on, like just let's just employ a little bit of common sense and decency mm-hmm. right now, please. And thank you. And it's yeah. just a mask,
0: bro. It's not going to kill you. you know what I'm saying like, really you're not going to suffocate, choke, and die. Like mm-hmm. you'll be cool. You'll be I. At least you'll live without COVID. I mean, I always.
3: And you can color coordinate. Mm-hmm. You can make it match your outfit because, like the average person isn't getting the treatment that Trump and Giuliani and his folks are getting right. Like, I'm gonna keep my mask on this whole show. People were joking. Herman, Herman McCain got robot mm-hmm. Bishop Jackson got robot And for some reason, um, the people that Trump likes gets to go and get these like, stay of the art treatments. Everybody else isn't getting those right. So, people are dying, black and brown people are dying, poor people are dying. Everyone's dying now. So, you just have to be make better decisions, especially if you want to celebrate Christmas if you want (laughs) to go out and turn up just spend the next two weeks staying inside and then maybe you can control the spread yeah yeah it is
1: it is kind of interesting because you you had sent us that article miracle that like Rudy Giuliani um had had you know received whatever special I guess stem cell COVID treatment the same that Trump got and you know we did ask a black doctor they were actually saying that that was like a hundred thousand dollars per dose you know mm. some some crazy um 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 price and it it is wild to see like you know um they have access to that but just like miracle said i mean you know lord knows like the black people i, I get you know chris christie was like in icu i don't know if he got it or not but it's just, it just wild to see like we we thinking that we can you know uh, we obviously don't have the same connection and it's like it's not like trump is Fighting to get that cure or get that that treatment to everybody else's hospital. I mean that's that's not happening So
2: no, not at all. Not at all. And you know, and and this is like we see that there's a...
1: You a witness yeah. protecting, bro? <laughs> no, really not. Nah. We have Vlad TV, man. bro.
2: I look like Claude Bowen in inside man right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you think you're talking to Vlad TV, bro? Like we Man, gonna, listen,
2: like, yo. You're going to use
1: your testimony against you? Go rob everybody right <laughs> like You don't know, but a
2: man like Vlad, man. That nigga's the feds, bro. I've been yes. saying Vlad is the feds. Yes, I did.
1: No, for years. Man, no. no, and this is, it, for those that don't know, um... Vlad, if, if y'all don't know who Vlad TV is, I don't, we don't know if our audience is hip hop. He is a white guy that does a lot of interviews on Culture his channel. Vulture.
2: Culture vulture, man. Right. What did Rick Ross mm, say? A yeah. punch in the face that gets you. uh What did he say? Punch in the face that gets you 300K. Ask Vlad, now you're back to make a minimum wage. Yeah, yeah. Rick mm. Ross,
1: You know, he was one of the people that talked about Rick Ross being the CEO. You know, Rick Ross put laid hands on him. We ain't never heard him talk about Rick Ross ever again. Like literally, never. You don't mention Rick Ross. He but got, Vlad, Rick Ross got real
2: religious when it came to Blad, man. Look, but, hands
1: but, all <laughs> over him. But 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 Blad <laughs> uh, is a is a is a white guy that interviews a lot of like street rappers and asks them about their past ways, you know what I'm saying? And so he asked them for codes.
2: He asked them for codes and details about crimes.
1: But I mean, but I mean, yeah, and but it's like, I mean, here is what you got. You want to say something, Miracle? <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, I you know, yeah, but first Six of all, like, it's she one thing we we'll have a conversation and you're trying to just talk about your life and the struggle. On how you made it out and a lot of these guys are just trying to have this authentic conversation but the questions he asks are these questions that incriminate people it's not like tell me what your life is like it's like tell me what happened on December 17th when you and so and so were fighting he is the feds and Casanova and all these people who are now going to federal federal penitentiary serving federal time g herbal all these folks is because they get going on to these shows and trying to have a conversation thinking like and why is this white man somehow the gatekeeper of blackness and being real it disinferiorates me but here we are in
0: 2020 yo 21 savage tried to warn us bro with this album you know i'm saying differentiating snitches from rats like Vlad is the definition of a snitch. He gathers this information and he probably sells it to the feds. You know what I'm saying? That's probably his living. He he
1: don't, he don't have to though. And I think that's the thing, like
0: public domain,
1: right. Vlad is putting it on, you know, there's the interview. Uh, uh, I shot, uh, I I shot you an interview, Gary. I don't know if you want to put it up, but it was like an interview that kind of went viral over Twitter, uh, with a rapper named PD Longway because Vlad was trying to ask him, like questions about whether or not he was a crip and my man wasn't you know he wasn't giving him the answers you know what i'm saying i think i think like you know with, with with um you know and unfortunately this rapper casanova you know he did an interview with vlad in the interview he was talking about vlad was like you know how many people did you cut in prison you know and like at that point you could say man i don't know you know what i'm saying but like I don't know. Casanova was like, yo, I probably cut 12 or 13 and this is what I did and this is how I would go in the yard. And, um, um, um so it, it, w- it was just interesting to, to see that. And then the feds used that interview to basically, um, I guess, call him a, uh, a violent felon. And they was like, yo, he's talking about how many people he done cut. Any, I mean any what like, so is, is, is Vlad is Vlad at fault for asking the question? Or yes, the rapper's at fault for answering?
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, because Vlad, Vlad on Vlad both sides. But listen, I agree if you're gonna be out here, you need to have a gun, have the little, what's that? The gun with a little orange tip, little fake guns. Go get some fake some fake money, some fake necklaces, use that to be flashy on your social media so that when the feds come and they use your social media. You can be like, yeah, this is a gun, but it was a nurse gun. We painted the orange tip. It's not a real gun. Yeah, we have money flashing, but this was some fake money. This is, this is some play money that we got. Here's the stack, and you can prove it's fake. The feds, your Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, all these companies work with the feds, and they literally 100%. give information. And if you read the Casanova indictment, they said it was on his iCloud. So Apple yes. Yes. somehow must have been working with the feds. And gave him access yeah. to the iCloud. So, y'all gotta put some real with the fake. Like, how you do with your jewelry, mix it up. You're gonna have listen. to mix it up. It don't make no sense. And he, he is from is from Georgia. Look at how the okay. Migos answer questions. All the Atlanta rappers look yeah, out I ain't heard nothing now. Know nobody who that Atlanta is. Let know it. Listen. Atlanta no. knows about it.
1: Play a little bit of this interview, uh, uh John, and let let's let's see see how my man was handling these questions.
3: <laughs> we don't own the audio to this.
1: Yeah, yeah, we Thank don't own you. the audio. Yeah, don't Vlad, don't come after us and try to get us indicted. But you know, Peru got his mask on, so he be he be all right. Is it is it working? Oh, there we go. There we go. There I we
4: mean, go. uh we got one of the hottest dudes in Atlanta right now. Congrats on everything. <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, you've been putting in some work. Trying my best, man. You he know, looks like you don't trust him from the gate. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know like, what? When I listen, when I listen to your songs, it's like you sound like someone that's been rapping for a long time. Like it, it doesn't sound like you just jumped into it and you just bullshit. It sounds like you really have been taking it seriously for a while.
5: I mean, see, I have been putting my all into it since I since people started taking the liking into it. But you know, I did just start. You
4: know what I'm saying? I am fresh to it. I mean, you've been what, four or five years like yeah. rapping? Yeah. Scroll. Sounds like it's been longer, man. Congrats. <laughs> yeah, that crazy, huh? I mean, some people just naturally take to take to it.
3: Set up how he starts feeding his ego. On, right, he right, he's so okay, That's so that fed up set setup outside. right there. Yeah.
4: Which zone? Three. Look, there we go.
1: Right. There we go. There
3: <laughs> go. And what zones are We're neighborhoods in How what y'all right. have neighborhoods, we have zones.
4: Uh Young Thug. Okay. Yep.
5: Uh What, Young Cash Out? Okay. Uh, Day Day.
4: Okay, yeah.
5: Uh, Young Ralph.
4: Okay, y'all got some talent out
5: there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we got Flame coming out at three, man. Wicked. What's up? Young Wicked, yeah.
4: So what was it like growing up in zone three as a kid? Hey, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> you
5: know, I wanna say like every I wanna I wanna say like every other average man, man. You know what I mean it wasn't always good, it wasn't always bad. Come on, P. Just took it with each other and ran with it.
4: Okay. Um when I when I look at your music, when I listen to your music and I look at your album covers and stuff like that, tell I'm me seeing you a lot of
2: the the color blue. blue
4: seems to be very. It's prominent. A, it's,
5: a, it's, a, it's yeah. a nice color,
4: my boy. <laughs> it's a night color. That's yeah, I, I assume there's a Crip thing going on. No,
5: nah, just night
4: color. No No, no, nothing. Just no It's
5: nice nothing. color. That's okay. the scene. Things in the same man. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh,
4: you know, growing up in that type of environment. Uh, a lot of people start to hustle early. Like, how <laughs> do they know? How, how would you know that, Vlad?
5: How would you know, know that? Man, I, 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 I was a school,
0: school guy, man. you <laughs>
1: happy with you? All right, you can, <laughs> you boy, you can stop so the legal. interview. You can stop you yeah.
0: bro, you can see it in his demeanor, bro. He just got that face. That's like, yeah, I'm not. Well, every black person
1: that's from Zone Three got to hustle, Vlad. You know what I'm saying? Like, you mean? But but at the same time, so like, but, you know, Pee Wee was on it. Pee Wee was like, "Nah, I'm not, I'm not, like, I'm intelligent enough. Like, that's what I'm saying. So, like, yeah, Vlad is wrong. And I I saw an interview he did with a rapper named Benny the Butcher, and and Benny asked him, he was like, why do you ask rappers these questions? You know what I'm saying? And Vlad was like, oh, if they got an open case, we don't ask. But I think at the same time, it's like, I feel like it's part of the, you know, like, it's also rappers that are trying to prove like they have some hood credibility mm-hmm. and so it's like yo I did this I came from here this is what I did you know I'm really living this life and you know what I'm saying you know I now mean, you get not
2: everybody, not everybody not involved, involved in the, in the lifestyle, lifestyle is, intelligent. is intelligent. you know what yeah. I mean like not everybody yeah. is.
1: everybody's not from Georgia what they teach <laughs> you down there uh, America? <laughs> what did
3: Kendrick that say is so this is not a story saying that he did it but it's every day I've been looking at them different that's all it's your friend's story I'm. I'm not, listen I'm not affiliated this is just a nice color it was rainbows it was different things stuff just happens people know what it is in the world but I, don't, I talk about it I don't know nobody I never fought nobody I don't believe in violence you know I believe in the black code We all come together we all love and support each other and that's basically it you see that yeah, if, yeah. if you see people ask my cousins. If you see what people, we all just alike. was a family reunion. Like, I don't know what you want me to tell you.
0: I feel like that's the support that Pittsburgh always talks about when it comes <laughs> to Atlanta. Because they're always like, yeah, Pittsburgh, we not, we're not supportive. And it's because like, niggas will snitch on their homies type shit here in Pittsburgh. But in Atlanta, they'd be like, I don't know nothing about that, bro. I'm just minding my business. You know what I'm saying? Like They're pretty solid down there. I'm not gonna lie. Like, it's like a deeper level of support that I see. It's like, if they take it to a level to where it's like, even if you did it and I don't fuck with you, I'm still not about to incriminate you. You know what I'm saying? Like the police
3: are heavy in Georgia. People forget about that. The police, the feds, and uh, we say Georgia, come on vacation, leave on probation. You know, you mm. come you come through here, you're gonna get a case and a charge. So people I, don't I do, play. I do know a rapper <laughs> that we came through Georgia, we had a show in Georgia
1: and he got a case, you know what I'm saying? And it was like super petty. It was like smoking some weed by the hotel. Super mm-hmm. petty, but he got Hip-hop a case. Police. Hip-hop police. Now, So is Vlad, like, are folks going to stop messing with him now? I mean, no. but this is the third or fourth time this has happened where people, Vlad's interviews have been used. He's
2: wiped uh, up. It's, I mean, if anything, it's going to make his views go up higher. That's mm-hmm. all. I mean, that's all this is, man. Like people are going to tune in more to see, you know, where people were incriminating themselves and it's going to be good water cooler talks and conversations for things like this. So it's not going to hurt Vlad at all. It's not until someone actually does something to him personally, are we going to see, you know, maybe him back down.
1: Th- this, is, this is kind of a good kind of segue into, uh, you know, one of the conversations, because we, you know, what we're talking about is, you know, these two well-known rappers that got hit with these fed charges and, you know the Fed charges against Casanova was around you know like a gang injunction but we started we, we kind of had a question in pre-production about like the fact that like white people can just be like super violent you know <laughs> what I'm saying and not not face the same consequences um that black people face and one of the things you know we we were we were uh one of the things that made us kind of reference this was an article came out in New York Times today about Donald Trump's influence over like the Pennsylvania um, house that Donald Trump was trying to put pressure on people in Pennsylvania and at a state level to overturn the election. And, you know, um, the, uh, one of the, the, the heads of the GOP um, in Pennsylvania, Kim Foster, um, actually made a statement that if she signed a letter, you know, um, basically not backing Donald Trump, um, she said my house would get bombed tonight. And Mm -hmm. it really began a conversation that we had about the fact that, like, I just was to me, I was like, really not necessarily surprised, but it was wild to me that she basically just said this like matter of factly, like, yo, if I don't side with Donald Trump. Like, my house is going to get bombed. And, you know, we we kind of spoke also about the fact that, you know, like, it's, 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 it's wild. And I know we're part of the hip-hop culture, but I've seen Casanova's name, G. Herbo's name, but we still don't know the names of these men that tried to kidnap a sitting governor in Michigan. Like, tried to kidnap a sitting governor. There were reports that they wanted to, like, try to, like, live television shoot and kill everybody. And it's just kind of wild how, like... You know, you had the Arizona um, um, GOP on Twitter, like put stuff out, like they're ready. People are ready to fight for their lives for this election. Um, And it's just it's just interesting to me uh, that that's the scenario that you have. Like, you know, that's to me, one of the privileges we talk about white supremacy, that white people can own guns, openly talk about killing people, openly be violent. And it's not a big deal.
2: You know, this is this is, you know, white supremacy is always seen as the hero. Is, is always seen as being able to come through. And uh, I don't know why Siri keeps popping up, but always seems,
3: why do you keep popping up? <laughs> why are you talking to her like this is your friend? I don't
1: know.
2: <laughs> but anyway. You know, we've seen so much violence towards black and brown people this year from white supremacy, voter suppression, gentrification, police violence, political violence, calls to violence from elected officials, mainly the the, the commander in chief against black and brown people. And we've seen, you know, violence in a way that we've, you know, it's been a long time since it's been broadcasted in front of you like this in such a way. And they're they're able to just mask it and normalize it. But the, the fact that the matter remains is like. That has always been the go to for white supremacy is to inflict violence upon black and brown people whenever the mood suits them, whether it's, you know, Jim Crow, whether it's, you know, post slavery, whether it's, you know, um, September 11th. But there's always some type of a justification behind it in terms of keeping homeland security and maintaining the status quo with law and order and tough on crime or that. However you want to phrase it, it always comes out with the same end result, which is violence on black and brown bodies. And whenever we fight back, you know, what Malcolm X say, "Is the is the uh, is the sheep wrong? Is the sheep violent for fighting back against the wolf?" Like, you know what I mean? Like, is that is, is, and that's but that's how but we but get. It victimized.
1: Always, but it all we like we're always are wrong. Like like we're always always
2: wrong. Always wrong.
1: Wrong um, in the face of um, even, and to the point where like you know one of the things that I remember vividly was when the shooting happened in South Carolina where when mm-hmm. Dylan roof went into this church, um, and killed nine innocent black people that were just in the church praying. Like the first thing people said was like, to black people was like, are y'all going to be nonviolent? Are y'all going to be people? Right. Are y'all going to be not? And it just, it it, 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 it threw me like, I mean, like the audacity, like, because America in the face of terrorism, isn't never nonviolent. You know what I'm saying? The call is always to be violent. I mean, here you have Trump right now like on an execution spree yeah. like like literally before he leaves office and just, you know, it was just interesting to me that like this woman could talk about, yo, if I don't side with Trump, like these people will bomb my house and like nobody even batted an eye and it wasn't even a big deal. However, if it was reversed and it was like black people were going around saying, hey, yo, if you don't support Biden, we are gonna blow like it would, be, it would be framed so differently. We would have the full weight of the federal government come down on us. We would be like, you know, I mean, you got people calling Black Lives Matter a terrorist organization right now for what? Like signs? Like what terror act has Black Lives Matter, like who has Black Lives Matter hurt at all? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. However, you know, on the flip side, when you see these militias do the, I mean, we done seen a militia, threaten the Michigan governor. We saw militia in Oregon actually take over a federal building, right? We've seen militia, you know, shoot shoot federal officers. You know what I'm saying? Like we've seen this happen over and over again and it's like these white people are like lionized and made heroes. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, it, it's not, you know, movies are made about them. It's like, you know, they like they propped up.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a friend recently We were talking about a project that I'm working on, and I'm not going to say what the project is because I can't give up too much right now. But um, one of the topics in the project is the violence inflicted upon black and brown bodies. And this friend brought up the concern of, like, don't you think, you know, um, activism these days puts too much emphasis on violence? And I actually took a moment to think about it. I was like, hmm are we putting too much emphasis on violence? And I was like, no, I think what's too much is the violence inflicted upon us. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, why not talk about what's literally happening daily, every single day? It's a constant problem that has yet to be solved. So it's like, Mm -hmm. you want us to stop talking about violence, but it's like, when are y'all gonna stop inciting violence?
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I was just gonna say, I mean, just this week you had um you had casey goodson in columbus ohio that was shot by police like while he was like entering his door you know according to his family of witnesses he was shot in the back he was holding subway sandwiches this is a 23 a year old licensed gun carrier that like you know has no history of any type of crime but yet at the same time you know you know, the police want us to believe that he drove by a scene where police were, waved a gun at them, and then when the police came on a scene, refused to drop his gun. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's, a, it's just ridiculous. But you also had a boy in Oregon that was shot because his music was played too loud. You had, you know, people... And that's talking. not
2: the first time that's happened. That happened oh, in, uh, no. was it? That was in, that was in
1: Florida. No, that was in oh. Florida. That was Jordan Davis. Yeah. yeah that was jordan davis who was who was shot in florida because his music was too loud and this white dude shot and killed jordan davis went got him a pizza and went home like nothing happened mm-hmm. you know I mean? and so like you know but once again it's like we're victims of, of of violence like we can't talk about violence even when we're victimized but this was all this week it was another killing where it was a, a young black man that was killed by two young white people trying to pick up some weed and we don't know what's really going on with this story is there racism or white supremacy involved and so yes. like that's just this week you know what i'm saying like of like black police killings and it's like going on and on and on and on uh you were gonna say something for
2: you? well I, you know i was just gonna kind of draw the parallel to like you know when you're in when you're in like primary school and you get in a fight or whatever you get assaulted by a yeah, i don't it's, i
1: don't know what does primary school mean is that some canada talk bro i don't what is that? You don't mean? know what primary school is. Primary school. Is that like high school, Ele- elementary school? I'm, 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 dead, I'm dead. I'm asking. Like I'll be honest, I don't know. That. I don't
2: know that. So when the teacher talks to you and says, you know, you're not going to fight back. That's always, you know, that, that's always, you know, don't train me to be a victim. Tell yeah, them so, that shit. You so, know what I mean? Like, tell that like, you know, yes, I'm going to defend myself. You get me like the thing is right now is. Why people are noticing and, you know, what George Floyd put on like, you know, profile and, and just really on front street is that it's very dangerous just to navigate typical life as a black person in the United States of America. Hell, even the world. Like, you know, we see what happens when black people visit Greece. They get murdered, you know. So, you know, being a black person is extremely difficult. And the stresses we go under and endure every single day. Like, listen. I don't have the luxury of not defending myself because, you know, I could just be walking down the street and die, holding a subway sandwich and get killed, walking to my apartment and a police officer murders me for entering my home with my keys. Like, you know, we we have so many and, and they're not even isolated incidents. We're seeing this chain of events. It's like boom, 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 boom. You get me? It's just happening so fast that black people are murdered just for living life, doing the most menial, subpar, uninteresting tasks. We can't even like we can't even go to Subway now, which is like one of the most whack restaurants on the planet and just horrible, enjoy some horrible plastic bread. Exactly. We gotta get killed for that shit. Yeah. It's like, damn, my niggas like, how come they ain't killed Jared for touching them kids? But they are gonna kill me mm. for getting a Subway sandwich. What type of fucking sense does that make? I mean, niggas is bugging.
3: <sighs> miracle. Well, <laughs> well I well to take it back, I was gonna say it's like this history and culture of being like this rebel without a cause, this sex, drugs, and rock and roll lifestyle that we uh, we credit to white people, so that we expect them to be violent and as part of their growing, as part of their years. We expect Kyle Rittenhouse to what else is gonna do but take a gun and cross state lines because he's a seventeen year old kid. That's what we expect from white people. But we have this fear that black and brown people are going to do the same thing. So even when we see too many black people together, oh that's a mob. When we see black people um just like chilling it's like, oh my gosh, there must be plotting to do a takeover and then we have to react and then we have to as a society it become violent and Hurt black people, but at the end of the day, if you've been paying attention, you know New Zealand not yet just came out and said, you know, the Christchurch attack that happened happened because they were focused on Islamic terrorists and not terrorists in general so you had a whole bunch of people get murdered for no reason because you weren't even looking at the violence that these alt-right organizations globally are committing you're not tracking these folks and now what we have is thousands of people who have arms? Who have bombs? Who have hit and kill lists with governors on it? Just out here plotting and organizing, and there's nothing that people can do now. Like we're literally just sitting ducks because our government was like, you know what? We got to look at these black and brown people. The black and brown people are the terrorists. The black and brown people are the people we need to police. And here we are in 2020 talking about, oh my gosh, who? What politician? Not when. Not if. But what
1: politician is going to get killed first? It's absolutely ridiculous, in my opinion. yeah. I mean, um, I, I, you know, I I, 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 I agree, and it, it's like it was a, um, I just watched this video where it was a bar owner in New York that actually like ran over a cop, and like he's alive. fucking police up. I mean, that Let, mean, they they mean be fucking they police up. Up. Living, bro. They the living, police bro. officer was like on the hood of this man's car Like on the hood. Like he had, his partner was right there. Like nobody shot this guy. Like the police officer that got hit. Supposedly he said he got fractures in both of his legs. He didn't shoot nobody. His partner didn't shoot nobody. This dude got to go home to his family. And like you said, I mean, so it must be what you said, Miracle that they expect. Like, but it's like, it's all this restraint when it comes, you know, brother walking to his door, he gets shot in the back. With some subway sandwiches, this guy has a police officer on his hood driving. And he like, Sean Bell was
3: killed for less. Sean, Sean Bell was Bell killed was for, killed for being the wrong outside. person. The guy, Crazy. you know, he, all he did was go outside and it's like, this man ran over police, said, I'm violating your orders, come fight me. Went on national TV and was like, I'm not sorry. And it's like, out, just chilling. No terrorism every, charges.
1: Like, every interaction... It's like mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling. It, every, every interaction
2: with white people and police always turns into, like, an 80s action flick. Like, it's... All, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's always them running to my over, shooting at them, dragging them for 300 <laughs> meters on a, in a car, stabbing somebody. Like, police are getting thrown places. You know, everybody... like It's just like everybody turns into Rambo when they deal with the cops. And they live to tell about it. It's just like, yo, like, seriously... I keep this is this is God's honest truth. I keep my insurance and my registration laminated above my steering wheel in large papers so I can just reach up and pull down shiny white plastic and hand it to an officer because that's the reality that I have to live. I don't have the luxury of talking back from my passenger seat with my hands on 10 and 2. I don't because they killed Philando Castile for that. I don't have that type of luxury to sit here and just say no or even comply most of the times because more time even my, my me complying is threatening to an officer. So where is it that you get this restraint? from someone endangering your life and you don't feel the need to respond with deadly force. That's what I want to know. Like, what mm-hmm. is it about a white person trying to kill you, make
1: you feel safe? What like Ooh. what make that make sense to me, make it, make that make sense to me. I think that's what we're trying to say on the whole show. Like literally, like this is, this is how white supremacy plays out. You know, um, where we, 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 um, um, was that too miracle that sent us this, this clip? um this this new movie
0: mate uh,
1: okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yes, okay.
3: you know, I, I seen it on the twitter. <laughs> You okay. know they have a lot of issues, and we're not gonna get those <laughs> issues. <laughs> I'm not trying to put you on blast, but it's interesting. You know, um, Every week,
1: do you, do you have do you have that clip? Um, 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 John, it's a it's a movie called American Skin. Okay. So we just gonna watch this trailer and have a little conversation about this trailer. Go ahead, but we don't own this as well. But let's let's watch this.
3: Remember me? How you doing? Hey, doing well. Can I see Hi. your driver's license,
0: registration, and insurance, please? Of course. My license is right here, my wallet. That's all right, son. Remember, Remember the night in July?
4: Hands up! Hey, 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 hey! Wait, wait, wait! Put the phone down! Put that phone. Phone. It's phone. It's phone It's a phone!
0: It's
2: a cell phone! It's just a cell
1: I'm phone! You right.
5: knew he was unarmed?
1: Push Bro, the, the door, door and put your hands in the air. Officer,
3: please, he's just a kid. You pointed your gun at him?
1: Okay, get out of the car, son. Easy.
0: He pulled the trigger knife. Put the phone yeah, away! down! Put the
3: yeah. phone away!
0: The grand jury determined that no probable cause exists to file any charges against Officer Randall. This is my son. This is my little boy.
2: You took that from me.
0: The world took that from me. Today we make that right. Hear me when I say this because I'm only going to say it once. Don't stop. Him. Oh,
1: shit. <laughs> <You're> just, you <laughs> wasn't <laughs> that for No. <laughs> To do things without
2: violence. He ain't got ghosts. Is that <laughs> Ori Hardwick? Is that was that ghost? <laughs> he got ghosts, baby. <laughs> I just want justice. If somebody can kill you and get away with it, it's gonna be ghosts. It's gonna be ghosts, man. <laughs> the stars of your fate today, you will be tried for the murder of my son.
1: <sighs>
0: Are you.
3: Afraid, I'm intrigued. I, I'm, 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 intrigued. I'm, but you know, <laughs> this is gonna be put in theaters. And I remember when, um, NWA movie came out, they had police station at all the movie theaters because they just they had did to ask for to they did that too So I'm
1: wondering what's going to
2: look like with this
3: movie. Did did they do that? I'm going to tell
1: you, Miracle, just just off that last story. I mean, because, yeah, and, you know, I'm with you, Fawn. I'm interested in seeing a movie. But we just had a, like, white bar owner, like, run over a police officer, not because he had a family member killed by the police. Like, literally because his business won't follow COVID protocols, and he's trying to save his business. We had militia in Oregon taking over a federal building. Nobody, the feds didn't kill none of their family members. And so this is what's so interesting about it. I'm curious as to like how people are going to look at it, how it's going to play out. Because like to me, this isn't really that, it's not even really radical or revolutionary when you look at how why right.
3: does th- these militias be moving. It's not revolutionary because he's giving this officer his constitutional rights. They're having a jury. They're having a conversation. He made a citizen's arrest.
2: He made a citizen's arrest.
3: He did. You know what I'm saying? So it's not revolutionary. I we know it's not going to be... Is it going to be played like that, right. No, yeah. of course not. We know all the blondes at Fox News right now are just like... <laughs> Having the shitting out of- for tomorrow's <laughs> broadcast. All the blondes have, at Fox know, <laughs> We know what's about to happen. And it's going to be... It's going to be funny. But at the end of the day, I I have said before, I think that people are getting tired of marching, of fighting, of begging just to have basic human decency when they interact with the police state that this may soon become a reality but think about it's been more white people who killed cops. It's been more white people who shot up police stations yes. and yeah. so while we understand the police presence is going to be all in the black communities. I don't think it's going to be us who does this.
1: No. I mean, if you look at all the FBI reports, they'll tell you themselves about it's, it's still the, these white supremacist militia groups that are the ones causing the most violence all over the country. It's never us. You know what I'm saying? But let's like you said, even if we,
3: it's just one more, one more COVID shutdown. Right. If we even, right. yeah, one man, more COVID yeah. shutdown, and it's going to be these people, right and and when they when they came in
1: pittsburgh in front of the city county building they had aks they had guns they you know they was they was all strapped up
2: they had they had they had aks they had the fraternities out there <laughs> damn <laughs> that must have been wild to see they were stumping I
0: can't.
1: the yard don't they do the pinky <laughs> Speaking of, you, you want, want to get jumped?
0: Questions.
3: Okay, they first of all, I too. don't listen. That they is my twin. <laughs> However, Remember, y'all. No, y'all, no. y'all what say? Blackness is what our experiences are not universal. No, he's no. not from here. Okay, he's he's from Canada. He grow up here. No. <laughs> so when y'all jump him, this yeah, kid, I don't know nothing about that. He says things like
1: primary school. We don't we don't know what this dude is talking about. Um, listen, listen but, but no, for real, um, <laughs> it's interesting, miracle that you say that because, tu sabe, hermano, tu sabe. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: because um I wanted to before we I did want to talk about, you know, because there is hope on the horizon. You know, we wanted to leave y'all with hope, you know, and, and, and the hope is that, you know, there is somebody coming to Georgia right now, miracle.
2: <laughs> Is it is it COVID class? No, it's
1: so <laughs> not it's COVID girl. class. It's a white girl. Did he coming with a vengeance. It was a white girl who's very excited to be going to Spillman. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> and she, <Yeah>. and she <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know if she'll be an AKA or not. You know, what I'm saying or a Delta. She can't I can't wait
0: know. for the Black Girl Magic. Hey, she wants to be part of one of these sororities. You can hear. Catch that. me outside. How about
2: that? That's what She's she said, man. But let's,
1: let's, um, basically for those that don't know, and I don't know if we can drop the link in the chat. Um, It was a a Instagram person with the handle Camilla Rose that basically talked about, you know, this is a white woman who put out that she's going to Spillman and she wrote about she dreamed of transferring to a HBCU for two years. She's been admitted to the number one HBCU in the country, describing Spillman as home of black girl magic. And talking about her acceptance letter was one of the best moments of her life. She collapsed to the ground, shaking and crying. She have no words to describe how overjoyed and grateful and ready she is for this new chapter. Um, And it's it's, it's just, you know, people began to say, like, wait, wait a second. Like, your acceptance little speech on Instagram that you gave us was kind of weird. You know what I'm saying? Because she also talked about, although she's not black, you know, she's experienced some issues of that i guess in her With mind her maybe, health. right qualified for being discriminated against i don't know and so people start to kind of take her to task like yo are you going to college or are you going to like i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell, tell you what this is, is right now going to-
2: she's going to HBCU.
0: oh that's what she got <laughs> <laughs> just it just said it college
3: sister <laughs> city to more and we will not
4: that
5: <laughs> <let> you reduce
3: <laughs> over a hundred years of black excellence and legacy to BBC. I will not. I will not.
2: Filming. <laughs> exactly <laughs> is an all-girls
1: school. I know, but,
2: you know,
0: I
3: know that's,
1: you know, that's, that's not woman. what she's going for. She's oh, going for that BBC. She wants she said she hey, wants black girl. that's what no, she's... No, but I mean how do you know, bro? Because she said she wanted to experience black girl magic. She ain't I mean, she did magic. Say that. that's very true, that's very true. I don't she know what the acronym girl, for that, that would be, but
2: I'm sure there is one. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the jokes just come to me. Listen, I'm just good on the fly all the time, all the time, <laughs> just like that.
3: The problem with her pose. <sighs> yes, tell us we both like talk. Look like this white savior complex. Like most people, some like you could just post. You know, you could just been like, "I'm happy. I've got into Spellman, the number one college. I can't wait for this next journey." But you act like you were about to not see your family no more, that you were just going to a third world country, and that you could relate to people because you have mental health issues. Like white people don't have mental health issues, but be the as it may, all HBCUs. Have accepted them, black people since they were created, so Absolutely. I'm kind of confused. Y'all's favorite auntie I'm Rachel Dolezal, you know, was out here was at Howard? Howard. Yeah, yeah no, I you're do, right. I mean, like
0: how she handled the, the the apology, though. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what, what, how was what did like, you know what apology? Because um, did you read down? to her apology she was just like yo like she basically said like oh yeah, what yeah I did yeah. was weird and she said why mm-hmm. it was weird and she was like i shouldn't have done that you know what i'm saying and it's like wow like, like a lot of people might not accept her apology right off rip but i do like how she composed it and now i just want to kind of see like all right like are you actually going to correct your way of thinking or is this apology just to like save your ass now we have to see you know what i'm saying
1: she did. She did come with the, you know, I shouldn't have done it. And like she did with that. I'm so because sorry. I
3: feel mean, so so sorry. Let's for her black friend. I feel so sorry for her black friend. Well, because you know what? Why when y'all do some mess, you got to bring your black people into it. She named her and added her like. <laughs> <laughs>
2: my oh <black> <laughs> <friend>. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! That's the that that's I'm even so that's smart. you know, that's the I got a black friend defense. That's, that's the that's I got a black too. friend defense right there, man.
3: Yeah, but it is that thing like, you just scrolling on your social media and one of your friends do something ignorant but you tagged in it like
1: <laughs> try and mind your own, <laughs> own black business
3: that is that is weird
1: you know what i'm saying but i think just like you said it's that thing of like it was almost like she wanted to get points like for going to an hbcu like she wanted to get some like ally points like hey look you know, I'm so kip and down. You know, um, I, you know, it's I, like, I'm going to a HBCU. I should get some love, and I can't wait for the black girl magic and da 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 da. And it was like people was like, nah. I mean, that's like you know, that's like
2: the the missionary trips, isn't it? Like going to going to Africa for the vacation <laughs> to feed the starving black. Do you think the do you think wipers? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I guess yes, I do. That caught me off guard.
1: We kind of went off the rails <laughs> at this point. You know what I'm saying? We <laughs> um, kind of went off the rails there. I mean, at least we, you know, not being <sighs> as, as serious than than as we as we were before. But um, oh man, do you yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we're at. <laughs> I don't know. Did we want to talk about um, Jamil and Kari, Carrie, whatever. You want to talk about your girls' miracle?
0: Uh oh, the, the team. Oh oh, now you muted. Now you muted.
3: um, For like past six months, seven months, I've always talked about the weakest links. I've talked about how y'all black men are just abject sometimes just choose to be abject failures in the fight for liberation.
2: Here come. I've been waiting for the day.
3: For some reason. In the year of our lord 2020 as we're trying to survive a global pandemic you know as we're just facing down literal white supremacy for some reason jamil and kari champion decided to just like give us the biggest l of the year and i of the year of the year miracle First of all, we've done all this work. We've been raising consciousness. We've been telling people to check their privilege, not make light of the situations that we're in. And on national platforms, these two black women decided to ask Jake Paul, was it racist for him to knock out Nate Robinson? Knowing full and well that people have accused him and his family of being low-alt-right supremacists, of being billigates, And now, from now until forever, he now could have a conversation about how these two black women decided to call him racist as a joke. Didn't,
2: Didn't Jake Paul say nigga on stage, though? Did he? Yeah. He said nigga on stage like he was rapping something and he had a rapper with him or something like that. And they let him say nigga.
3: They said they asked him for permission to call him racist. Like I am just like, what the hell? It just got worse. It just got worse and worse. First I mean you came out for the show.
2: Beauty, and though. then
3: they were like, y'all just want to hate on us because we're black. No, we want to hate on you because you're embarrassing and stupid. That was a stupid I just, I just vibe. Sent you
1: the link. I just sent you the link, John. Can you throw that link up? Um, it's embarrassing.
3: And, and I blame myself because, you know... <laughs> you blame yourself, Mary. I, I've been too hard on y'all black men and the universe <laughs> is like, slow your roll. Slow your roll. Candace is not the only one out there. Clearly. And this is what we have. What do you mean clearly? What do you want? To, listen, hold on. Uh, hey, um, whoa, whoa. whoa. This, I'm just saying, it's not just Candace. Down. I'm just saying, it's
1: just not Candace. Go, go ahead. Go ahead, uh, John. Can you throw that up there?
3: To knock a black man out.
0: That is the question no, of the. Week. stop asking me that. I said no. <laughs> it's not racist. It's a shitty question. It's a sport. Why is, is it a shitty do? question?
3: Why is it a shitty question? Because,
0: because it's a shitty fucking a, question. How does this have anything to do with
4: race?
1: It
2: just—it doesn't.
3: It's a At fine least. question. We got to wake you up. You got to be a part of this <laughs> we conversation. We got to wake <laughs> right. you up. No,
2: you have to do better journalism.
1: Yeah, I don't. It, it didn't seem like they asked him about it beforehand. It seemed like he was like not feeling. The question at all, so it was kind of like they they apologized. They kind of said like, "Oh, we were trying to troll him because he's a troll," and so that was With their permission. Uh,
3: you did a bit on racism after a black man was just murdered by the police. You did a bit on racism after like black people are being evicted. You did a bit on racism after black people are dying because of COVID and not getting yeah. COVID protections. It's not funny, and it's stupid, and it is unnecessary. Like, why? You could have talked about like his fake YouTube. You could talk about him buying followers. You could have talked you could about nigga. Yeah. You, yeah. you that, could have all this type of stuff. But you're like, is it racist? Like, you no. Know, well, all these white people keep trying to calling things racist, and here you go with a platform, with a platform. This is written, this is produced It went through levels I produced I can almost assume and For I, get it. For 24 You're... hours of Twitter analytics
1: you're, you're kind of going in and out a little bit, Miracle, but I could almost assume, I could almost positively assume that this was some white producer's idea. That some white producer probably <laughs> came to them and was like, you know what would be cool? Like, just like you said, I was watching Twitter, I was on black Twitter and black Twitter was saying it was racism. You know, uh, you should ask him, was, it, was he racist for knocking them out? I could almost guarantee there was some white producer behind this. But just like you said, they have to be strong enough as black people to say like, nah, we ain't doing that. You know what I'm I saying? Guess. Like 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 Or like, they
3: could have framed the whole video with the context they claim is missing.
1: Yes. Yes, they could they could have done that. So it is it is nice to have some problematic black women for change, you know what I'm saying? Because like all
3: that. Yeah, we we got a lot. So, I mean,
1: we got a, a lot. I mean there's a lot. All the rappers, Kanye, Lil Wayne, all of them. Can I say something oh, about you, You want to say want something to-
2: about who? I want to say something about yeah, our good Lord Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, I, You know what? I was listening to this Kanye West playlist that I had seen on Apple Music the other day. And I was listening to it, and I was like, I totally get why some women refuse to disavow R. Kelly.
1: Because I can't
2: cast away Kanye
0: West. I can't do it, man. But that's different. Yeah, that's a big <laughs> difference, bro. That is so different. Oh like, I is, mean, uh, I mean at, he, the, at the
2: level of appreciating the music, though, at the level because did R. Kelly do some heinous shit? Yeah, but Kanye West also did some, said some fucked up shit. I mean, he, he, shit.
1: but that's it's not on the right. level. It's not on the level R. Kelly. I know it's that. It's different. not on the level R. Kelly. I know that. Yeah, but yeah, he wasn't out here. I know like,
3: seasonal you know. affective disorder. It's you know, and you Zoom fatigue. Is is messing with people right I'm now. Not, so I'm just gonna,
1: I'm just saying I can't look at I Can't you Farouk go find the old songs? I mean, like the nigga sampled his whole career, like go find the original joints, bro. But, but it's not bro, him rapping, not rapping, rapping, rapping on it. it, it's just you know, I you love, love Shaka it. Khan. That's I that's want I want Shaka what. Khan through bro. the through the fire playing at my like, wedding, but oh she's not rapping. Hey bro, you could hey. consequence rhyme fest. Mm. Push your teeth. Like go listen to all his ghostwriters, man. Like, oh, all his ghostwriters got mad. But it's not yay, man. I'm just, bro, I'm just saying. It's not yay. I'm just saying you got mad.
3: Other twi- Hey, bro. Just want to listen Kanye West without throwing R. Kelly in the mix.
1: Yeah, come on, <laughs> hey. that's, Yeah, that's that's a, that's a difference. That's a. You that's were just big, trying to
3: make yourself
1: big. <laughs> that's what I said. What I Big difference, and then like, difference. I mean, <laughs> but at the same time, man, I can I'm sorry, man. Like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not the person that's like. I, I feel like as soon as we say, yeah, but I like your music, we give people a pass. I'm done giving passes out, man. I'm done. I, I mean, I hear you, but I just, I I just Lil pass, Wayne, can pass. Lil Wayne rap? Can Lil Wayne rap his ass? I mean, Lil Wayne can rap his ass off. I ain't giving no more passes, man. Not in not in 2020, man. It's too much. Pass. What about 2021? It's 2021 because it's not <laughs> nah man. I ain't giving no more passes, man. I feel like I feel like dudes have to come and, and like particularly when you're trying to like um I mean come on man, Lil Wayne on this girl because she was trying to get people to vote. Nah, man, we can I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? I just can't I can't do it with niggas no more. And I think like we have to stop listening to Bad Bunny. What is we got
2: Bad Bunny? Oh, man, all oh these niggas. Oh, my
1: God. Bad Bunny did some wild shit? What
2: did he do? do? <laughs> what did Bad Bunny do? Yeah, what did he do? Bad, yo, A lot of these niggas are wild, a little
3: man. i going to jump on the Black Lives Matter train. That's what Bad Bunny did. <laughs> yeah. But at the end <laughs> okay. of the day, R. Kelly being a sexual predator and an abuser yeah. of women is in no way synonymous with uh, Lil Wayne and Kanye West being no, self righteous, no. selfish capitalist. Like mm-hmm. okay. yeah. But yeah, all of them can engage yeah. transformative justice and restorative justice yeah. and be better by their community. They just have it and yeah.
1: that's why and, they should can they, be or they're
3: too far
1: gone. I see I don't know. I mean they're still alive. So they're still alive. So there is a possibility that maybe they read a book you know i mean maybe you know i look at like colin kaepernick it wasn't like kaepernick was out here you know he got with a sister you know that was conscious and she kind of you know started dropping some books and stuff on him and he you know flipped his whole script you know what i'm saying and so like yeah. these they're still alive so there's a possibility that maybe somebody could talk to kanye maybe somebody could change his mind you know to kanye? I,
0: don't know. I have a i have a question for you Jesse. Yeah, as far as Lil Wayne goes, right. So, like, what if I like pirate his new mixtape? Because I heard it was fire. <laughs> pirate, you know, probably like. What if I just like, you know, illegally pirate. download it? No, do it,
1: do it. I mean, like, like, look, I'm not the police. I'm not gonna police your thing. I'm just saying, like, for me, I can't. I, I just feel like, the, the, you know, that's how they get over. Like Lil Wayne did all that, but bo- damn, Miracle just left. She was like, yo. <laughs> I just feel like it's at a point where at some point, at some point in time, we got to just be like, you know what? Nah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like uh, until, until you come with something restorative, until you come with something different, um, until you come with, with, um, with a new reality, um, then we're not, we're not going to support you. You know who we're going to support? We're going to support our sister bell hooks. You oh, know, yeah. who oh, is basically. our, our white pages this week, all about love bell hooks you know what i'm saying we're going to support that so that's a book that you can get a book that you can read a book that you know can can give you and you know maybe if kanye and wheezy they need that they need some of this you know what i'm saying they need some bell hooks they need some books. bell hooks
3: it can just help everyone like
1: yeah, absolutely. if you've
3: never read a queer black feminist abolitionist you can start with bell hooks
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And then our call to action um, on our what Black Pittsburgh needs to know. We had our brother, Mike Africa Jr. on. If you don't know the story of the move nine in Philadelphia and how basically the city of Philadelphia, you know, terrorized this 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 group, this family, and then ended up bombing them, killing women and children. Um the move Nine, hundreds hundreds of years. It's a new documentary that came out on HBO called 40 Years a Prisoner where it shows Mike Africa Jr. Um, trying to get his family out of jail. Um, thankfully, his mom and dad came home. But, you know, it's a powerful documentary just about the history of the move nine, the history of police terrorism. You know, what I'm saying the history of like black people just trying to live peacefully and liberated and how white people see that as a threat, um, um, see that as something that needs to be cracked down on. So just encouraging everybody to go watch 40 Years a Prisoner on HBO. Um it's a it's a powerful, powerful thing. y'all watch the undoing. So go ahead and watch 40 years of prisoner, you know what I mean? Do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I know the undoing was good as well. So um
0: I haven't watched either of these things. I started of re-watching Entourage.
3: I've been watching Hallmark Countdown down to Christmas. It's so
0: lovely. I've been watching anime, I'm not gonna lie to y'all.
3: Well, I mean the undoing is good, it's
1: a good, it's a good, it's like it's like six episodes, it's a real in and out bang bang, it's a little mystery, it keeps you guessing. You know what I'm saying? So, it's it's good, though. I mean, There's a, a black woman in it who's an actress. I've never seen this woman before. She plays lawyer. She is amazing. This mm. black woman is an amazing actress. She should get some type of award for this, because she was the bomb. Um,
3: yeah, yeah. So, anything else do we have? Yes. Stay home. Stay home. please. Also, Black Light. Black-
0: yes, the Black, black Light. Yes, you the Black talk about Light that? will be this Friday at
1: Yo, um, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Let me give me give you a little background on the black light. All right.
0: A black ground. I like that.
1: I, I didn't even mean to say that. So there's a, <laughs> there's an artist, C.B. Perry is the artist, correct? Fruit. Q. Perry. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he got, basically, work at the airport. Yeah, but basically, he designed this ice cream flavor, right? And if you mm-hmm. buy the ice cream, the proceeds go to One Hood. And so is that is that the case? Am I saying that right, Fruit? So
2: so so what it is is Q. Perry. It's a dope local Pittsburgh artist, right? Black artist. Came up with this idea to partner um, and do a fundraiser around his art. Millie's Ice Cream, which is a local ice cream brand, reached out to him and said they wanted to He said instead of just doing the art show, he wanted to create a flavor. So he created a flavor that is dairy-free, vegan-friendly, uh, lactose-free, all of that good stuff, right? So all my vegan friends can, can yam down on this. And Called it black. They like put some activated charcoal in there, or something, and made it like a black gelato to, sell, the, to solidify, you know, the movement. And he wanted to use the proceeds of each pint sold to donate to a local organization. And he said, "You know what? I fuck with one hood.
1: Yeah, so I fuck yeah, one yeah. With
2: ice cream money." And I was like, "You know what? I like money and ice cream, my nigga." And I'm,
1: and I'm, I'm gonna like tell it. you, I'm gonna tell you what I, we was on. And this is what y'all don't know, Miracle Trouble. So on the email, they was like, "Yo, we got the ice cream in." And Farouk was like, yeah, send some to my house. Here's my address. And I'm like, damn, you don't say you want some? Miracle, did you want some? Like Trouble, Didn't did you even want think some? About us didn't even think about it he was like my address is blah blah blah, blah oh, no you blah, know
0: what he was going to share, share his that's what it was oh is that what it was he was going to share his no, if
1: look, look wow. no <laughs> you want to hear the whole story about q perry and his art and his activism the black light is a new show we're launching it's going to be friday at 6 p.m right here on facebook you know what i'm saying and you know shout out to trouble and farouk is going to be um hosting it as well and that's something that we're going to be doing bi-weekly or monthly celebrating artists, activists um in this area and beyond um and then tomorrow 12 o'clock on tilt get your mental activism on and is that it is there anything else happening this weekend i saw something wasn't there some I saw like isn't there something like on Nikki Friday? Jones?
3: Isn't a Free Maroon concert thing? Oh
1: yes, yes. We representing for Russell Maroon Schultz um Friday, um, a bunch of artists, myself, black rap, uh, uh you know, Mike Africa, who we just talked about, Salim, who is also on our show on Tuesday. There's a bunch of folks coming together. Russell Maroon Schultz is a is a brother, political prisoner. Um, he was the he was in um um, solitary confinement longer than any other, you know, prisoner in history. Um, he's in his seventies. He has COVID. Um, we just, you know, we feel like he should be compassionately released in this moment. Um, so we're going to be supporting him on Friday as well. And um, I, I also saw something that was going on. I think it was like some vendors and stuff, some virtual speaking, speaking vendors.
2: I just bought a whole bunch of CMOS from Nikki Joe. So large up Nikki Joe.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Shout out. Hey. Shout out.
2: Shout I out. bought like three jars. I've never had CMOS before though. So
3: has, so, it, has anybody it, tried it? We no, haven't, no. and we we did ask the doctors. They said they were not. Uh, I'm aware of it. <laughs> but, no, no, the no, had no they nothing about moss. Not aware That's of hilarious. it, but they did encourage people to boost their immune their, their immune system. So you know, the CMOS is supposed to help um, you know boost that. So you know, large up to Nikki and Yvette who are out here uh, supplying people with organic remedies to fight this yep. um, pandemic.
1: All right. If that's it, I think we'll we'll be back next week. You know, maybe we will see an uptick in racism, maybe less COVID, more white supremacy next week, or I there's there's more
2: we COVID and more, today, more white
3: supremacy.
1: I, I I would like the, the decline of both. What did you say, Miracle?
3: There's a lot of stuff we didn't get talked to today, so I'm happy. Yeah, I swear, you you know, wow. women, my sisters, listen. This week we got to be redeemed. Okay, we're to be better this week, ladies.
1: Yes. And brothers. Don't embarrass
3: me.
1: Stop be the weakest link. Stop going on Vlad TV. You know what I'm saying? Um, and yeah, let's let's get it right. And you know, it's a pandemic, the feds is watching, you know, keep it legal. Keep it, keep it legal at all times. You know what I'm saying? We we're gonna get through this. Um keep
3: it, put it on mute.
1: Absolutely. So we'll see y'all next week. This week in white supremacy, y'all. Peace. One hood. Peace.